Righto. Episode 5, part 2 is all go. This is the Outside Gate with Steve Hall on the L4 Media Network. We're talking US moto and anywhere the conversation goes. And it sure did with Jeff in part one. If you haven't listened to part one, then you better piss this off and go and listen to that uh, first before part two. Now, in part two, there's a couple of audio glitches. Um, well, there were, there was a few, and uh, I've done my best to fix them up. There might be still a couple of little crackly bits, and I apologise for that. My theory is I'm pretty sure it's when the neighbour gets a vibrator out. I think it causes like radio waves and and sort of upsets the the frequency, gets a bit of interference going. So that's my <laughs> that's my current theory anyway. So um, at the end of part two, there's a real fucking treat, and I reckon you could probably uh, guess what it is. If you can't guess, you'll definitely know what it is when you hear it. Cheers. Enjoy. Definitely team step. That's it. Yeah. 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 That's it. So tell, you asked this question a bunch of your guests. What was your yeah, first bike? My first bike was an XR75, which... um. So a lot of a lot of dudes have come on here and said their first bike was a was a PW fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, people my my age, man, like so many people my age started on an XR seventy five. So it was um, it was Honda's um, sort of first crack at a um, at a small motocross bike, and it actually like was marketed as a motocross bike, even though it was a little four stroke, because Honda was still like very much um you know early days of honda they were like we will never build a two-stroke and then they did and they built fucking great ones mm-hmm. but yeah they they um they had the xr 75 and even like um jeff ward famous was a famous honda racer and he raced an xr 75 against the little you know yz 80s and all the or mx 80s and all that sort of thing and, yep. and the first little kxa rm80s all that sort of thing honda's Honda's tilted that um, and there because the CR80 never came out um, until uh, I think about 1980 or 81. But yeah, XR75, that was my first bike. Um, but mine was, it was an absolute fucking piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Dad got it like super cheap. But yeah, uh, yeah that was my my uh, introduction. Yeah. And your yeah. parents supported you riding bikes? Yeah, yeah. Mum hated it. But, um, well, so the, the story with dad was, um, so dad, he has ridden a motorbike before, hated it, um, and just much preferred, uh, yeah, he's definitely prefers to be in a roll cage. But mm-hmm. um, my dad, he read a book, um, you know, when I was, you know, very small. And uh, so basically dad was into racing cars and, as soon as a boy was born, it was like we're grooming this kid to fucking drive race cars and be fucking, you know. He, he, I was, I, I was get wanted to be groomed to be fucking Daniel Ricciardo, all right. So, <laughs> but um, so he's reading this book of, of this famous uh, British uh, driver, and this guy said that he credited um, riding trail bikes as a boy to help him with his 
um, driving skills because he learned, you know, a lot of um, clutch control and brakes and throttle and all that at, at a young age before he was even big enough to get in a, to reach the pedals in a car. And so dad was like, right, yep, he's down to the for the XR75. So that was the plan. But then, you know, but then I fucking like that better than driving the cars. So that's But so, don't yeah. you feel like that's true? Isn't that relevant? Like, don't you feel that as a kid learning to 100%. use the clutch and throttle, oh, you can yeah. now jump in a car and the correlation to your feet, it's simple. You just, I already know how to slip the clutch yeah. and I already know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, kids, kids that have been riding dirt bikes, man, they make great drivers. You know, they might, yep. I mean, they might be a fucking dickhead that drive too fast or whatever. But as far as <laughs> their control, learning the, how to control a car and all that sort of thing, mm -hmm. once they just get to learn the, the, that spatial awareness, where the wheels are, how wide this thing is, and yeah, it takes you a little while to get used to that. Yeah. But as far as the, the controls and just the, the being comfortable with all that, um, yeah. Make heaps safer drivers. Yeah, heaps um, heaps better drivers. That's why they're glad about my kids. You know, like my daughter, she's just got her, her learners for, and she's she hasn't been for a drive with me yet, but she's yeah, she's just been up and down the, our street a couple of times with mum, just Perfect. real slow. We've only got automatics though, so I'm, I'm going to buy yeah. a um, going to buy a cheap manual car, just so she at least learns that she'll probably never own one like most people don't nowadays, but. But she'll pick, she, she, you know, she rides a, she's, she's going to be great with the clutch and everything because she's riding dirt bikes. So it'll be no, um, no problem. And your there. dad, your dad is into road, road race like type cars, not drag cars. Road race cars. Yeah. 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 yeah road course stuff. Yeah. My, yeah. my boss rided my apprenticeship. He had a top alcohol car, like a drag car. It was like a oh, five yeah. second yeah. car. Yeah. So. I was yeah, very no, that... exposed to a lot of nitrous and superchargers and we built like NHRA tube chassis and lots of cool shit. So Yeah. Yeah. Now that's that's the uh that's the story there, man. Yeah. Sweet. Um Hey, I got some I got some ran random questions for you. You got any more of your questions you wanted to ask me, man? Because we're running a bit long, man, but I'm I'm cool with it. Like you you're obviously happy and I I don't Oh um, yeah. I don't no, mind. I'm good. Fire away. Oh, I just want to know what year your what year is your four fifty? Your cow. Oh, nah, it's a two fifty. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a two thousand and twelve. Yep. Yeah. So it's old as shit, and I've had it since Love new. It. And I I lost count of so I've I've never had an oh this is how fucking old school I am. An I hour meter. To, I've never had an hour meter. I fucking at once in my old place I had a blackboard in the shed where I would fucking with chalk. <laughs> And I would fucking write the hours on it. And, and then this place, I'll never put the blackboard up. So I just was writing it in an exercise book. Yeah. And it got to 400 hours. And that was, oh, I think it was, I don't know, rebuild eight or nine or something I was doing on it. And I was just like, fuck the total hours now. That's too hard. Just count in between rebuilds. So I have no idea, but it's 400 hours plus. And then, you know, if you if so if you wanted a fucking uh if you wanted a a, a chassis with flex and all that sort of like this is your boy. <laughs> this is your boy. And it, yeah. it was it was retired, it was semi-retired for um a couple of years when I did have yeah. I had a, a me Honda. Um 
and then um, I sold me me Honda and um, with the intention of upgrading, you know, me bike. This is I don't know, only twelve months ago, I think. And um, and then the um, there's there's all, with all this dark and stormy shit about the economy, you know, going to shit and and all that sort of thing. And I thought, oh, fucking hang on don't buy another bike just yet. Just go back to the KX and just fucking hang on to that money. And yeah, the nature of my business is the economy is shit and my business doesn't really change, you know? So totally things, things still need fixing. And in, in some, like in some instances, um, it's actually good for business when things are going bad elsewhere because people, um, people stay home and they, they do get a bit of work done to their house um and stay home and that instead of going on their fucking big holiday or doing some bigger yep. things they they, they yep. they'll fix something at the house and makes them feel good you know so um yeah yep. work certainly never never slowed down so at some stage yeah like i i'm spending a bit of money to go to uh go to anaheim so yeah the the old cowie's gonna she'll be still running into next year but yeah at some stage i'll finally it, do a uh do an upgrade yeah is it still a 250 you haven't big board it yet? It is still a 250, but man, like the 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 last the last rebuild, like I I'll look after I've looked after the, the engine really, really well, you know. Yep. The last rebuild, I was looking at that uh chrome board and I was like, oh yeah, no, nah. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't really be going back on. <laughs> you know, but I'm gonna like, have to I'll have know, to send you yeah. a big board kit for it. Once you go yeah, to so eighty, you'll never go back. Next, next, um, next rebuild. It's yeah, it, it, it's going to need a cylinder anyway, so it might as well go to a go to a big bore. But yeah, it's like it's all it's been good. Like I, all it's ever had. I've always ran the um, the high comp piston in it, and it's got a, a ported head, um, and that's it, man. It, and but the high comp piston was the big big fucking change for that bike when it was new. Like that, that made huge difference for it. It's probably um, funny high compression for a 2012 if you look at stock compression ratios on new 250fs oh, it's probably the same that's the that's thing man, what they run now it's so hard um or, or here it is anyway um you can't unless you've got a mate that will loan you a bike or you're very lucky to to land the right location and date there is sometimes bike tests where you can get it right on a bike most of the time you just can't ride the newer bikes you know and I've had my stuff that long that um, I sort of think like new 250s are way faster than my old 250. And my 450 was a 14. So I'm like, and I've ridden a 16 450, which I loved. But I'm like, the new ones, they're, they're faster as well. So I'm like, you know, you just don't know what to buy. And then it's like, get a 350. But 350s in Australia hold their value fucking ridiculous, you know. Like same here. They're gonna cost you more than anything else. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, so like the, the Austrian brands hold their value here and the 350 in particular. So it's just you know same, yeah, same much. situation here. When you go on late model second hand, which which I'll I've sort of always done, you know. Yeah, I always look for that bike that um the dudes bought it and not really known what he's buying. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, I, wouldn't hours. Mind, I wouldn't mind a dirt bike. And they go and buy a fucking motocross bike straight up. And they're like, oh, no, I don't, this thing's no good. I'll 
I've got to get a DRZ 400 or, you know, it's like, yeah, there's this no, I just bought this to follow the kids, you know, that's, they're the bikes, yep. they're, they're the bikes that you look to buy. So there's usually some of them around, they're done fuck all hours and no hard work and you save yourself a heap of dough. For sure. Yeah, man. Hey, what's up? What's on Canada Jeff's bucket list? So either if you just want to tell us life bucket list or moto stuff. Either um, Probably, well, probably moto stuff in you. I've anyway. done. I I don't want this to come across the wrong way, so I apologize if it does. But I've done most of it. So, um, I've done an A one. I've done. Um, I'll never be good enough to ever, and I'm immortal, so I would never be able to race Supercross. But our Arena Cross series that we have here in the facility we have it in is huge. It's really big. It's twice the size of a normal like hockey arena where they would have arena cross. So our arena cross series, our tracks are really big. So like Adam Enticknap and Carson Brown and a lot of guys from the States have come up and raced our arena cross series. And even when I hang out with them in the pits and kind of talk with them, like they all say like smaller than, but it's way bigger than us arena cross. So okay, I've been yeah. lucky enough to race that for years. Um, our track builder, Kyle Beaton, he's kind of like Canadian pro. He built phenomenal tracks, um, legit whoop sections, nice rhythm sections. Sometimes they'll throw a quad in somewhere. Um, so I've never been able to ride supercross, but I've, I, I feel like I've done the next best thing. So um, I'm pretty pumped on that. And then um, other than like, I don't know, maybe riding some like a cool track in the States, something like a Millville or, or a Southwick or something. Um, but as far as experiencing like pro races and, and uh, back to what DB was saying, uh, even on, I can't remember if it was with you or with the recent podcast you just had with Lindsay, where they're just talking about pros, how they're just a bunch of dudes. You know what I mean? So was it you that asked him if he, if he fanboyed nah, over I people? I reckon that was, where the, uh, that was on the show with, with Lindsay, I think. Yeah. Okay. Cause, um, yeah, I feel the same way as him. Like I don't, I don't have. Oh that no, many it might people. have been. Was that when I asked DB if he fanboyed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he he was talking about he, he fanboy over singers, singers in that rather than yeah. And I kind of relate yeah. to him because I've been blessed to know some guys who are pretty talented in the industry and have done fairly well, and they're just dudes, and I enjoy and I love hanging out with them, but they're not. I don't know. It's just a dude, right? Same like what you just mm. said about Toby, like. He's just a fucking rad dude. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I've been to MotoGP's. Uh, I've, I've never been to Australia. We were going to move there, actually, but I've traveled a lot around the world, all over Europe, <clears throat> um, a little bit in the States. I've been in New York and De California and Laguna Seca. And um, so I don't know. I, I could, I've honestly said it. If I had to die tomorrow, um, I think I'd be okay with it. I'm, cool. Man. I don't know. I'm I'm cool. very glad that that's a it's an answer that surprises me, man. But it's also really fucking cool that you can say that you know, like yeah. you're struggling for things on your bucket list, you know. But I still have goals. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like yeah, for like yeah, that's it. yeah, I don't think I have any. Well, I mean, let's face it. I'm I I can't say I could die happily tomorrow. Um, yeah, of course not. But you know, yeah, because I haven't seen producer Joe yet. Oh fuck! Well, there you go. Yeah. So you, I mean, you're coming to A1, yeah? 
No, I'm going to be in Costa Rica with the family. Ah, fuck. Okay. So, yeah, the wife booked us all. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're just frozen for a sec. You're just frozen, dude. You'll be back in a sec. Yeah, so while I might just explain what we were talking about while while Jeff's frozen. Um, so we're obviously with the references about main event moto and and obviously uh, that sort of thing. We talk about that a lot because we're all um, we're all. Hang on, I'll just bring you back on. Hey, hey dude, we're back. Just, you just dropped off after you told us you're going to Costa Rica. That's all good. I was just explaining while I was waiting for you to come back. Yeah, yeah, we're having a main event moto. Uh, a bunch of us we're um, catching up to go to A one together, basically. So that's yep. what, that's what that reference is about. Yeah, so no, I mean, some of us I would will get to see Joe's face, mm-hmm. and there's fucking no chance anybody will be taking any photos or fucking leaking. There's no fucking leaks. Anybody that fucking leak, even I know the moto heads wouldn't leak, but anybody in the fucking crowd that wants to do any leaks and that, you'll have fucking have me to deal with if anybody's yep. trying to fucking. No paparazzi around Joe, all right? No. Before I think it's – there's like a, a filter that anytime anyone pulls a cell phone camera out, it automatically puts a Raiders balaclava on them. Yeah. So even when you try to take a picture, I don't think it works. Yeah. We'll just let, I'll just let it be known that the fucking colonel, he likes to fucking eat paparazzi. And I'm bringing a big fucking suitcase. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. that's, where, that's where you'll end up if you try and fucking get any sneaky pictures. Yeah, that's it, man. Hey, um, other passions and skills for you. Mm. So I know, um, hockey, man. Mm-hmm. Hockey. Tell us about that. Well, I was born with a hockey stick. Yeah. <laughs> how, I think how, everyone in Canada has to play hockey. Is that yeah? So like, how big is it? Like so, um, so I'll just um, for an example just to get my head around it. So um, our, our version would be cricket. Yeah. Oh, that, I, mean, I was just going to say we have our We have our football codes and that sort of thing. But as far as something that, um, you know, football's everywhere. Ours is just a bit different now. But as far like cricket is very, um, you know, it's, it's a massive Australian thing. And it's also a thing that, you know, I think if you looked at over the course of all history, um, you know, form goes up and down. All history, like we're probably the dominant country of cricket of like an all time, right? Um, and it's uh, it's a big thing. And you know, like um, every every so it's a summer sport. Every summer lunchtime, every summer recess, every school, everywhere. When I was a kid, there was a game of cricket. Every birthday party um, as a kid, there was a game of cricket. Every get together with a bunch of kids there's a cricket at family barbecue or a work function barbecue there's a game of cricket you know so it's like there's beach cricket there's backyard cricket and there's and then there's you know um people and people play cricket from little tiny kids through to i was having a beer with a guy um last night who i reckon he's uh he's well he's in his 60s mm-hmm. um and um, I think he still occasionally plays a game of cricket, you know. So yep. it's um, it's that sort. It's a it's a massive thing here. Um, so how does that compare? You know, Sam, dead on. Um, what it might be, yeah. Yep. And 
the with the exception being that the ability to play cricket is probably easier because yeah. Yeah. you can scale it down and do it in someone's backyard. Do you know what I mean? In the Not street, properly. Like, uh, or yeah. Nowadays, as as um, you know, too many fucking people complaining now. <laughs> um, but street cricket was a huge thing. Mm -hmm. And I I'm mm -hmm. I did it with my kids when they were little because it was just a fucking thing you had to do, you know. Yeah. And the rubbish bin. You drag the rubbish bin out. That's that's so that's the wicket. That's the bit if the ball hits it, you're out. You know. Do you um, do you pull you out the bin liner first? Um, no, 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 no. Just <laughs> fucking drag, just drag it out. You'll even see some Aussie bins. Then they'll have the, the so what that that's called the stumps. They'll have that spray painted on. Yeah, on the bin, and you wheel that out into the street, and that yeah. was just a fucking the done thing. Especially if there was a a a. a in your if there was a lot of kids in the street that would be yeah. a big fucking thing you know totally so, um yeah you just everybody plays hockey it's a program in our schools like my son takes hockey academy at school so he's on the ice a few times a week instead of doing gym class where they do basketball and everything else they just play hockey yeah um my father-in-law he's 76 or 78 he still plays hockey my wife yeah. plays hockey every sunday uh, awesome. Sometimes I help coach her team. Uh, I played hockey until I was, uh, I guess, 18. Uh, just played some junior. Like, I didn't go really far with it. Uh, I wanted to ride dirt bikes and work and stuff, so I quit playing hockey. And then you just play, like, beer league drop-in with the men as an adult, right? So there's a lot of options for that then, yeah. 100%. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, it does sound a lot like cricket in Australia then, yep. yeah. But obviously, yeah, yeah, yours is winter based, ours is summer based. But mm -hmm. that also I mean, our town, yeah. I don't know how many people in your city. Our city has 100,000 people in it. And we have shit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven arenas. Okay. Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah, eight. Yeah. And so there's lots of places. There's ice times easy to find. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. What What about any other things, man? Like, um, oh yeah, mountain biking. I mountain bike a lot. Yeah. And as you know, like a lot of professional or amateur, even motocross guys, use mountain bikes for training. Absolutely, yeah. And it's fucking good fun too. So yeah, yeah. The um, training on mountain bikes, and we have Intense is owned, I think, partially through Ryan Dungey. Is that right? Doesn't he have his hands on Intense bikes? I've heard, wrong. I've heard the connection there. I don't know whether it's, it, yeah, or is he just an ambassador or, yeah, I'm not sure mm. of the details, but I have heard the connection there, yeah. So, yeah, we mountain yeah. bike a lot and have um, a lot of my customers ride. So I do a lot of suspension work on mountain bikes and service work on mountain bikes as well. Um, but uh, what else do I do? Uh, I don't know. Play hockey, mountain bikes, dirt bikes hunt a little bit i guess what's the go-to what do you what do you hunt there mm, mule deer uh there's some white tail and then if you can get a moose draw or it's always nice to put a moose in the freezer that's better than than deer by choice um bears okay kind of tastes like ham does it but, what's the um, moose taste like oh god like the best beef you've ever had ever really like beef yeah yeah really good really lean yeah um, are they are those mates uh, that know what you're doing with them for them to be good 
like you need to know how to cook them. You need to know how to, you know, prepare mm. and cook them for them to be good. Or are they eat? Nah. Deer's more like that. It yeah, depends when you get your deer. Because we have a lot of deer in Australia. They yeah. they they uh, were introduced, but they fucking love it, you know. So in yeah. the, any of them, particularly the mountainous areas, yep. there's fucking heaps of deer. And um, so, and they're basically, a, they're a pest, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, um, I've had them, I've had, um, you know, venison as they call the meat. I've had it, it was just fucking shit. But yep. then I've also had it and it was the best meat I've ever had in my life because mm. the dude knew how to butcher it and prepare it all properly and then how to cook it. And it was just like, fuck, and this is great. Yeah. If you uh, cut the back straps or the loin out of a deer, like, yeah, that's phenomenal. But there's only a few cuts of meat on a deer that are really good or can be made good. And again, if you get them in the rut different times of the year, the, the meat's really gamey. Okay, yeah. But um, the kangaroo's no, a bit the phenomenal. same. Like, kangaroo's a bit the same. It's like, you know, I've had it just fucking just like leather, you know. Like, yeah. But then I've had, it, I've had it just fantastic as well. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's sort of in the same sort of um ranges as deer there yeah mm-hmm. different tastings hard to hard to explain really really closest to maybe ah uh, now nah, i couldn't even say what it's close to but it's nice yeah it's nice yeah and then plenty of the buggers here that's for sure we should be eating more of it because they actually ruse overbreed yep they overbreed their ruse are um you know, they're, they're it's on my logo. They're the, they're our national animal, but yeah. roos are dumb as fuck. Like they yeah. are dumb as fuck, and they're they're dumb with. Um, that's why they get fucking cleaned up on the road so much. Yeah, and um, they're also and they just fucking overbreed. You know, so we Australia goes through a lot of droughts. Yeah, just because mm-hmm. that we're we're fucking most of the joints are desert. Um, yep. And the fuckers just just keep breeding. They just keep having babies, and yeah. So every now and again, they've had to do like mass culls and that sort of thing. Hey, what's knock, uh, knock the population right back? So. What's the most northeastern? No, northwestern province or territory up there? Northwestern. Yeah. Is, so um, Western Australia is is a is a massive state. It's the whole mm-hmm. of the Western seaboard is one state. Yeah, okay. The whole the whole thing. So if but if you're talking like a, a location up there, mm-hmm. um there's no big cities in the northwest. Um the the closest thing sort of I guess to it would be a place called Broome, which I've never been to. Um but yeah, Broome, that's sort of yeah. Or then that's um that's sort of the the northwest is sort of the most remote part of the country. Yeah. Yeah. So my wife took a bus from Vic, somewhere in Victoria from like the southeastern part of the yeah. country and it was a 20 some hour bus ride. If she did it all in one trip, she got it for half price. So she took a bus ride all the way up there and she said it was yeah. the most painful experience of her life. She halfway so she, through she she would have been going to Broome or, or would have been going to like um maybe to darwin like darwin's like north central but it's yep. it's still west of like the vast majority of 
the Aussie sort of population and cities and, and sort of everything is down the, the eastern seaboard. And then, trying to look uh, at a map. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's crazy. And then not not far, you know, over uh, Adelaide's still sort of not not far. And then yeah, then you're crossing a long way over to um, you know, Perth and these other little cities around the, the lower part of Western Australia. Yeah, she spent then, a bunch of time in Perth. Yeah. But yeah, I've never been to Western Australia. So, you know. I mean, once you get into central, it just turns into a big shitty desert, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Not this fuck all for a long way. Like Yeah. And that and that like so I'm I'm in northern Victoria. Yeah. Sort of north central Victoria. And like I said, yeah. Once I sort of um cross some of the sort of so the area sort of just north of me is it's called the Riverina. Mm-hmm. So that's where all the water system comes from the mountains and that in the east. And once you sort of get across there and you're heading out into those plains, yeah, man, it's just dead straight roads with fucking nothing for just <laughs> hours. You probably drive for three days like that, you know. Fuck. Like I've I've been to um I've been up I've been to like uh Alice um not Alice Springs to um it's near that Uluru Ayers Rock, which is the on my logo there. Yeah, but we fl- we flew there. Yeah, we didn't drive there. But um, that Fink Desert race that I was telling you about, um, it's it, it's out of Alice Springs. Yeah, and they're basically just it's just a whoop sort of a whooped out, mostly straight red sand track a- along where an old basically along where next to where a dry river was is. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or I think that river probably flows when they get a flash flood or something. But yeah, and they just. So do you have pull, many freshwater lakes? Um, where I live, heaps. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I live in like a hot spot of that. Yeah. Um, so where I live, it where just there's there's lakes, rivers, and creeks in every direction. So I live Sweet. right next to ne- live right next to one of them. So. Good. Yeah, but a lot a lot of freshwater lakes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, decent amount ma- of fishing. Yeah, there is a lot of fishing. Yeah, yeah, like a mm-hmm. lot, a, a, a huge amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, so fishing's pretty big here. Yeah. Are you gonna? When do we get to see you post a picture holding a salmon like the one of mine that you were talking about? I so, oh, <laughs> dude, so I won't have my shirt off. That's for sure. Well, not yet. You know, I'm fucking. I'm I'm trying real hard, man. Like, um. If I get in decent enough shape, like I'm, I'm, I'm fit. Yep. Like I'm the fittest I've ever been in my life, but I've still got this bit of a gut from when I was fat. I can't fucking lose that last bit, and it drives mm. me fucking crazy. You know, so, um, you know, the uh, I, I don't definitely don't have the Canada Jeff rig going on. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh, so for that's yeah. Well, when I, I put on Insta about. Canada Jeff being, you know, Canada's sexiest fucking man or, or something. I can't remember what I said. And that comes back to, he, he showed us a picture. He was out fishing and he's got his shirt off and he's got these fucking chiseled abs and he's holding up his fish and all that. And we're like, fucking hell, dude, what's going on there? We didn't know you had those tucked away. Because <laughs> we usually just see what we're seeing now, you know, from yeah. here up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it. no, I yeah, uh, I've got some fucking good abs going on underneath. You know, my, my core strength is fucking wicked. But 
But uh, yeah, I can't lose that last bit of the old fat boy stuff that's still fucking hanging around the the middle. It gets harder as you as you fucking was, get older. But I was gonna say, at our age, it gets pretty tough to get the, rid of that last bit. Of that last bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I'm not into fad diets and all that sort of shit. I just do do the basics well, and I burn a lot of calories and and you know try and just keep the muscles decent. Now I do a lot of core strength stuff and all that sort of thing most think, most you know what i do is to be able to ride my dirt bike still you know that's but even the day-to-day like for us what we do we're so busy physically right yeah with your work constantly that mm. it's like going to the gym every day yeah 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 so as long as you eat decent you're going to be burning calories and yeah it's going away i actually like i, I find um that uh I, i'm always trying to balance you know, I would like to lose a bit of weight, but I'll I want to be careful that I don't fucking run myself down out of energy too. So sometimes I I'll actually just err on now, just fucking eat some more, so you fucking energy through your work day, um, staying up late editing fucking podcasts, and then you want to go <laughs> race your dirt bike occasionally, and all you know, like I, I pack fucking every, I pack every minute of you know, like I don't um I I have uh i reckon about the only time where i'm where i'm not fucking busy doing something is when i'm when i'm sitting down taking a dump you know because yeah because <laughs> you can't you know but other, otherwise man like and i'm still mm. thinking about what i got to do you know yeah um i'm either um you know working on um you know uh socials promoting this or my my instagram you know vintage thing and and all that sort of thing or i'm writing articles so i write articles for Motor Limited, me mates at the Motor Limited show there. Shout out to Trent and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, so I'm constantly, and then my day job and and uh, and being a dad and all that sort of thing. Like I just pack every minute into uh, into life, you know. Which and then every now and then you have to spend a little bit of time with Susie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm lucky, man. Like Susie, she's a low maintenance wife. She really is, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, um some you know and that's credit to her but it's also credit for me because that's you know that's the sort of that's the that's the only sort of chick that was gonna work for me right from the get-go man like totally I always tell young blokes and I see them I see the mistake mate I see young blokes that are sort of a bit like me mm-hmm. a bit of a free bird you know um and um I'll be just say to them get yourself a low maintenance girl mm-hmm. it's the only way it's gonna work you know for you to be happy and have the freedom to fucking do do you you know is if you got a if you get a clingy chick you're fucked you're gonna end up miserable yeah 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 so you know we're we're sort of um we're very much we're 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 a real fucking odd couple you know it's like the um we're the old um classic the good girl and the bad boy you know that's uh that we have different interests and like we do we do separate holidays because we're into different things and all that sort of thing but it just it just works for us you know so, like she mm-hmm. goes on goes to bali to sit by a pool and go shopping and bali's the big you know where are you going costa rica bali's probably our version sitting by the pool cheap yep. drinks cheap massage um cheap food cheap knockoff Nike and Oakley gear and all that sort Relaxes. of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, and she loves it, but like, it's my worst nightmare. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I, like I was saying earlier, I could sit by, I think this might've been off air when we were talking this bit. 
But like I um I go on a holiday, man, and like I'm fucking I'm looking for something to do after the first day, day and a half max. And it's like, all right, what's happening, you know? Yeah. I'm I'm more likely to um, you know, fuck off on me fucking riding hundreds of kilometers on me push bike and camping and shit and just fucking uh exploring shit or you know, things like that. That uh, yeah. more of an, an adventure, I've got to be doing something, you know. But shopping and like, I love to drink, man. I fucking love beer, I like, love it. But I don't, I don't love it for days on end. Like it's like whatever. Yeah, you know, I got pissed yesterday. That was fun. Let's do something else now. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I can't shop. even do that anymore. I can have two or three, but I don't even remember the last time I was falling down carpet licking drunk. Yeah. I. I don't know, like I, I just, I think when you know, I, I was talking to um, talking to someone about this recently. Like when you're a young bloke, you really want to prove that you can drink, mm-hmm. and it's almost like you know, uh, unless you're a good kid that's an athlete and all that sort of thing. Like you know, you're not going to get Jet Lawrence doing this, no danger boy. But for no. the average kid, it's like I want to fucking. You almost like practice drinking to get good at it, you know, because you want to be a good drinker. <laughs> yeah. And then, and you get to a stage where you, you know, where you are a good drinker because you fucking drank so much. But then, I don't know, I get to a stage now where it's just like, I just have a beer when I want to enjoy beer because I like a beer. And I don't give a fuck whether, you know, like if I'm mm-hmm. the fucking first one at a function, it's like, fuck it, I've had enough. I don't want any yeah. more fucking. I'm fucking going to bed early, you know. Whereas in the old days, that'd be like, oh fuck, can't do that. I've got to be the last one up. I've got yep. to fucking be the fucking, you know, last one with a drink in my hand. All this sort of macho fucking bullshit that you do now. It's like, oh fuck that. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. You know. Hey, did, um, when you were in, with the stigma, I think that Australians. I'm I'm not trying to label everybody, but yeah, with no, Australians I, I and Canadians. Yeah. I think we're both known as like partiers, right? Yeah. I think yeah. I could be wrong. Did you get into many fights when you were younger? No, man. And that, honestly, um, I was very lucky that um, my best mates were fucking big, tough guys. Like my my best mates, everyone was scared of. You know, yep. <laughs> so it was like because I was rolling with them, I was fucking never ever had any trouble. And like, but even those guys, like my mates, like they, and especially one of them in particular, I mean, motherfucker, could he fight too if he (laughs) needed to? And so the whole town was fucking scared of him. And, um, but, um, you know, even, but they never really got in fights either, you know, because people were just like scared. It's like, you don't fuck with him and don't fuck with his mates either, you know, and don't fuck with these guys. It was, Nah, so a couple of scrap high school scraps and that, which they don't even count, man. You know, like mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't even count. But as far as um, you know, fights, um, you know, young blokes, we'd all, you know, um, where I grew up in that, there's no nightclubs and all that sort of thing. It was just you go to the pub, mm-hmm. and there was always fights. But yeah, me and my mates, yeah, never, never really involved. Um, yeah, there was a couple of couple of times, couple of different things, but yeah, for the most part. But yeah, like always, always fighting going on though. Yeah, for sure at at uh, back in those days, and um, but also too, man, that sort of thing. 
it scares me as a dad that how like night spots and that are nowadays. Now, like, yeah, it scares 100%. me. My kids going out that like they back then, man. Like it's just if a different. couple of blokes got in a fight. If mm -hmm. if a bloke was knocked on his ass, the fight was over. Yep, it was over. His mates would drag him away. His mates would pick him up, and it was fucking done. Now those two might go out again next weekend, whatever. But it was it was done. It was just there was none of this pile on, lay the boots in, fucking weapons, you know, things like that 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 happen nowadays. You hear of, and you just like you know, five blokes jumped in, and one of them had a knife, and all those sort of things. Like, what the fuck, dudes? Like, yeah, I, out for I a drink and have a good time. What the fuck are you doing? Yep. I just missed that window of like when the knife started coming out. I was done with the nightlife by then. But yeah, yeah, there's lots of times you'd have a good tilt with somebody, drag them back in the bar, and then you'd buy them a beer. Yeah. Like whatever. You you proved who was the bigger guy, and then you whatever, have a drink. Yeah, yeah. It was never like I, I didn't want to kill him. At one stage there, we were jokingly calling one of the pubs a swinging arms because it seemed every fucking <laughs> weekend. But it'd be the same. Four or five blokes, one, yeah. two of them would be going at each other because you know some dudes get fucking snappy when they drink. You know, it's just some dudes are angry drunks and that they probably just fucking shouldn't drink. Or the other <laughs> thing is, so it's over a chick, it's over a girl. That's the other one. That's you know they don't have to be angry drunks then. It's over a girl, um, and things happen. But you know, but there was never the worst thing. Any would be just a little cut or bump on their head or whatever. There was never anything too bad. And even there were some pretty big, tough guys, but the, the intent to really hurt someone wasn't there. The intent was yep. just to win the fight and just call it, knock this guy on his ass and the, yep. we're, we're done, you know, things yep. like that. But it's, um, it's pretty bad. But yeah, man, I can imagine, um, I can imagine you guys, um, all you guys that grew up playing hockey, you had a punch on the hockey. Hockey is basically boxing anyway at times, isn't it? That's all yeah. that. I reckon that's awesome. Like, yeah, the good old days, hey? Eh? Right. Uh, if only we knew that we were in them when they were happening. Yeah, I'm. Glad oh, I mean, that, I kind of knew. I'm glad. I, I think that I've lived through a really fucking cool period. You know, we mm -hmm. have, haven't we? When Absolutely, you and so, you, think, so were, you were you would have been born in the eighties, yeah, seventy eight. Oh yeah, cool. Yes, so, yeah. so yeah, yeah. So I'm seventy six. So mm -hmm. you just look younger, but yeah, only a couple <laughs> of years. But the um, you know, like um, fuck the growing up the most as, a, as a little kid in the eighties. So you got to be a little kid in the eighties, which was fucking cool. Like, so much fucking cool about being a little kid in the eighties. Yeah, Bon Jovi, a teenager, and a teenager in the '90s, which is just mm -hmm. like, like my daughter. She, she's all about the fucking. She's my daughter's very. Um, she's she's an old soul. She's a throwback. She should, you know, like she's one of yep. the. She's all yep. about the '90s, you know. Um, she's she borrows my old fucking clothes and shit. You know, it's like love <laughs> it. And. Um, the uh, like, so I got this cool old Nirvana t shirt. I think I might have let her borrow it once, but it's like, you fucking, you know, look after it. And but now she, she's got one, it's almost exactly the same now. You just, you can just buy them, they're reproducing all that. Yep. Shit it's cool. So she yep. wears that all the time. But, um, 
you know, so got I got to be a you know, teenager in the nineties, and then you know I've seen all the 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 growth of technology and all this fucking cool shit that's happened, and and even like my life is is almost exactly fucking lined up with. Um, I think the first Supercross was nineteen seventy four, and I'm born in seventy six. So it's <laughs> yeah. just like, you know. The, for for my passion, I'm perfectly fucking lined up for it, which is um, amazing, you know. And even the cool cars, you know, the cool cars back then and all that sort of thing. That oh, we, we call all the kids miss end out, on the, you know? Yeah, all um, the kids miss out on the cool cars. That's they, they really did, you know. I mean, dirt bikes right? are still cool, but the cool cars are fucking gone. Yep. Yeah, nobody can afford a late sixties to early seventies Camaro or C five <laughs> or any like. Or over a, here, that'll or, cost you nearly a that cost you nearly a house. Yeah, so it's ridiculous. But I mean, my, that's the yeah. one thing we have a lot of old iron still running around here. There's a lot of cool, yeah. cool vehicles here. Yeah, we don't, man. We don't. Yeah, just because just there wasn't as much sold here in the. Well, first yeah, I was going to say you you never had as ma many in the first place. Yeah. So there's a there there's um there's a lot of um. Well, not a lot, but there's still a reasonable amount of classic Aussie cars, and we had our own cool, really cool car scene. But um, but even them, the the money involved in them is like you you, you actually are talking house money. Mm -hmm. It's become um, yeah, rich guys in Aussie in, in Australia, rich Aussies, they ain't collecting, they ain't interested in Ferraris and Lamborghinis. They're getting classic Aussie muscle cars, old muscle, yeah, yeah. And so it's driven the price just to ridiculous. Like, you know, average person is never going to have one of them. You know, like I'd love, yeah, it's I'd love the the car that I. I mean, I had a car, an old car that I sold for eight hundred bucks. I bought it for eight hundred bucks, sold it for eight hundred bucks. And um, if I still had that, even though it was a piece of shit, it's probably in the piece of shit state it was. It's probably like a um, thirty forty grand car. So what now, was it? Yeah, it was a uh, so um, Ford. Um, our, our Ford here was the Fal the Falcon, right? So yep. you had Falcons yep. in America, but we yep. built our own Falcon, which was um, and there, yeah. So it, it was um, it was one of the early models of one of those, um, which was um, and nowadays, yeah, it's a very sought after model. And yeah, this all me and all my mates, we've got these stories about things we should have kept with with cars, like. We all, if we'd all kept our old cars, we could all just fucking buy a house with them. Mm -hmm. That's how that. That's how that car price. Like, but I it was a, critical you know, that you sold that car at that point in time to get oh, that yeah. money to move on to that next step. Yeah, man. Well, at, at the, I can remember when I sold. Like, I, me and Susie, we had the ass out of our pants, you know, and a, a, yep. like feeding a fucking baby and like mm -hmm. working our guts out with fucking nothing, you know. So, I can remember, you know. Um, and once again, not crying poor. My life's fantastic, but I can remember us uh, once um, making a, a payment uh, on a house. We we built our first house, which was um, one of my fucking crazy schemes that paid off. Was like, we couldn't <laughs> afford it. We made a payment on that and had fourteen cents left in the bank, which I've never forgotten. That fourteen cents. Yep. But we fucking made it, you know. So yep. you're hanging on to an old car for fucking uh, for for the sake of um, you know reminiscing back then that fucking wasn't going to happen. So yeah, yeah, I've, I've had some 
some uh some tough years with gp moto too i think my first year i was in business um my net profit that year was eleven thousand dollars yeah so that's not very good money <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to raise yeah. a, and that was with the same thing newborn right and a yeah. house and yep yeah, so yeah but honestly man like you know all the struggles even even the mental struggles that we spoke about earlier those the financial struggles that we've had most of our lives and um and that sort of thing like i, I wouldn't change any of it because it's all it's it's taught me so much to be the person i am today so even though there's been there's so many shitty things there, there's things that, that there's things that have happened to family that i would change yep absolutely but my own personal no mm -hmm. because no, um, because how else do you learn to manage and deal with adversity yeah. if you don't face adversity yeah that's right that's right that's right? um that's the the, the bet that's it that the best people to help you um with anything is someone who's fucking struggled to do it themselves not someone that it's came easy to you know yep, yep. that, that uh, just like db was saying about you know when he was growing up racing what he should have done now and he knows that now what he should have done so that's why he's coaching these kids so well yeah so i asked tmd this he makes yeah i so i I don't know. I can't speak exactly for your upbringing, but I grew up. Do you guys have what would you call trailer parks there? Mobile home parks? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, we call them caravan parks. Yeah. Yep. So I grew up in a caravan park, trailer park, whatever. And uh, my parents didn't have, I didn't have a lot of money. I had a paper route for two years to save up 300 bucks to buy my first dirt bike. And um, now, as uh, I've found a little bit more financial success in my later life. And same with my wife, she's a teacher and does well. And where do you draw the line? And, and like I say, I said this to TMD too, with his daughter, where do you draw the line of, I have, it's not animosity, but I have frustrations as a child where I didn't get things that I wanted. I didn't get a new dirt bike. I didn't get the latest, greatest hockey gear. I didn't, you know what I mean? I led a, a low income life, but that taught me an appreciation for money and appreciation for the things that we had. Where do you draw the line with your current family now with your kids, where you are trying to teach them the value of money, but also not depriving them of opportunities for them to succeed and be successful at something like who the fuck's kid has a gear, their own gear line. Again, I'm not <laughs> shitting on DB. No, I'm no, not. No, I think yeah. it's I think it's fucking yeah. rad. That's, that's awesome, and yeah. I supported the shit out of my son. He started his own clothing line and started making yeah. t-shirts with his cousin and stuff and got a website and, and he wants to be a little entrepreneur. Cool. I'm the first guy to support that. But again, you know what I mean? It's a fine line yeah. for you to support your children, but not spoil them. Yeah. But yeah. then, but if you don't give them like how many opportunities are they going to miss if, if you say no? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I it's. I think um, my take on it is, um, and I'm by no means a uh, a star parent. You know, like fuck, mm -hmm. man. There's so much I got wrong, but um, but I think um, that the answer to your question, I think it's different for every kid. I think every kid is different, and you got to 
you know, treat them as such. I don't think mm -hmm. there's any rules around, you know, anytime I see anything, any sort of books and shit about parenting, I just think, oh, fuck off. Like, <laughs> there's no fucking book for my kid, you know, because there's fucking different to the cunt that wrote that book. Fucking, you know, it's it's so different, you know. Um, then they're not, we're not training dogs here, you know. Um, mm -hmm. and I, I think, I think if you, with, with bringing up kids, I, I just sort of go back to, if you, if you got the basics right, if you got just the real basics right and you, they know right and wrong and they know they, they've got manners and they treat other people A moral well. moral compass. Mm -hmm. and, and if they've got that right, then they'll be okay and they can, they can figure out anything else. They can adjust that sort of thing. You know, um, I think you do have to, you do have to, um, and I speak, uh, you know, especially, you know, it, it, within my family, it's, it, it's on the, it's on it, every relationship's different, but for most of the time it's on the dad to, to get a bit of toughness into him. You know, you ever um, heard the expression, my dad didn't know anything till I was 35. <laughs> yeah, like a, how true, man! Is it's fucking so true. Like it's so it's unfortunately, right? Yeah, it. A lot of the lessons that your dad gave you, you don't even know, and you won't yeah. even learn until later in your yeah. life. You reflect back, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck, that's what he was talking about." Fucking so much is like fucking hell. He was right, you know. Yeah, so mm -hmm. much, like nearly fucking everything. You know, you just think about it's like fuck. Yeah. So, but it's it's hard, man. It's yeah. I don't I don't think there's a right answer. Back back to just that. Yeah. You know, every kid's different. Every person's different. You know. Yeah. We're so we're so individual. So you know, it's not like not like the book on training dogs, as I'd say. No, but, I think uh, you just live within your means. Like I know there's some people like Jet and Hunter's parents who sacrificed everything because they saw yeah. something. Whereas that, those see... boys had, you know, oh, th those boys had incredible talent right from little like they were special mm -hmm. right from being little like you know i've got mates um like trent trent from moto limited and nick from um yep. what's his new gig moto um online yep. they um they grew up racing around like the same neck of the woods up there where um where the, where the uh, lawrence's grew up and they say yeah like you know especially jet like he was just fucking so good right from the get-go as a little kid like the things he's doing now and just dominating in that like he would do that on a 65 yep you know and and the same and and the, the same thing where it would be just like he would just ride fast enough to win you know and he would do things that no other kid could do and all like all that's just yeah progressed so you know they certainly made a they they made a um they made they took a gamble but you know they knew they had um, a lot of talent to work with there, you know? Yeah. See, yeah. I don't, I would never do that. I would never put my current life in jeopardy, sell the house, put it all on the line um, for the chance for my kid to be like a pro mountain biker or a pro dirt biker or whatever, right? Like, I don't, unless that's what they really, really wanted. But then even, I don't know, I'm, I don't want to say I'm selfish, but like, I think maybe we're more aware that the reality, the percentage, the chance of that actually happening is slim are, to none. Yeah, the chances are low. It's yeah, low. really low. Yeah, even so, so, you know, when they could see that Jet had that much talent, the chances were still fucking low. Yeah. You know, so. A lot of things had to align 
to make it what it was or is. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah, you just, I don't know. There's not, you don't have to be, I was never the best at anything, but I'm pretty good at everything. Like, you know what I mean? I can mountain bike, BMX, dirt bike, play hockey, play whatever sports, snowboard, ski, right? Like, um, so why can't you just do that? Why can't you just be athletic and, and just be generally talented? You don't have to be the best at anything. Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, Enjoy the mentality of the parent in there, I guess. Like I, I know, yeah. um, uh, RV, RV was on um, Dark Side Show yep. last week. I don't know if you if you listened to that, but um, RV was talking about his sons. They are, I think, seven. Yep. And I think in particular, one of them, one of them is they they're twins. That one of them is really ambitious and like fucking go get it and the other one as usually with twins and the other one sort of i'll do what he's doing you know yeah. which is usually the way with the twins but um he sort of put it on it's like that so they're doing um they're doing flag uh little league and moto and he sort of like put them on put it on like you guys need to choose one and then we're going <laughs> all in you know but yep. that's rv's mentality and yep. obviously rv's dad was you know that that mentality so i think yeah the parents obviously drive drive a fair bit and, and i can see it like you know but and that he you know he knows those kids they've got his genes they've got that natural talent you know um, i mean rv's brother tyler was really good at riding a dirt bike also yeah yeah you know it's just um it's usually you know the apple usually doesn't fall far from the tree as the uh Mm -hmm. i don't know that you guys know that saying but oh yeah you can pick up what it means yeah so yep but you know he said you know like if if this kid wants to go all in on baseball well they're fucking going all in on baseball they they could go fucking travel to the bigger games and all this and that or if it's moto he's like yeah we'll pull you out of school on a wednesday afternoon and and the kid's seven which to me that's like it's like crazy but it's fucking cool all at the same time yeah. But it's what he knows. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's um yeah, it's all you know, and like I said. Yeah, but being a parent, man, a lot of it's just fucking doing your best and just fucking stumbling through. I think I think there's a lot of luck as well in it too. I think there's a lot of luck, like mm-hmm. you know. Lots. Yeah. You know, I know um I know dudes that have got um just the fucking greatest kid ever. Just like a kid, it's just like if every kid was like that kid, the world would be perfect. And um, and they're just like, oh, I don't know, it's just always been like that. It's just that's just how he is. I don't know. It's just like, oh, what the fuck? And then other <laughs> other parents have got kids that are just a fucking turd. Train wreck. Yeah. And and it's just like, and, they, and that parent's fucking trying everything. But this kid's just fucking out of control. So there's yeah, there's a, a fair degree of luck, man absolutely yeah, yeah yeah how many have you got man two yeah two, two boys two yeah. 12 and 14. yeah 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 what one's are they a hockey player yeah one's a hockey player one's a mountain biker okay in cool. the they, in the transition bike? yeah in the transition from 65s to 85s they kind of lost interest okay. i had yeah. um i had a really bad you know db smashed his ankles yeah uh, or his heels, I guess I should say, his calcaneus. Yeah. Um, I did my 
my one i broke my talus in my one foot and i did a number on my tibia and fibula on my other foot and um yeah to the point shit that still haunts me to the day right like um well yeah anyways i had some downtime off the bike for a while and so my kids didn't ride very much and they didn't ask to ride really either which i found quite odd because i would have happily taken them to the track so that was the first clue that they weren't die hard about it and then like i said in that transition from 65 to 85s asked my oldest son like do you do you want to do this because if you don't i don't want to buy you a bike if you don't want it but he, which is cool like i'll support either way but if you do then i'm going to buy you a new 85 and he said he didn't want a, a bike so yeah cool man it's it's so good now, though that it's good that he'd said that too you know yeah it's, it's good because like it's yeah. cool it's, it's cool it's not for everyone you know like mm-hmm. my young bloke doesn't ride he knows how to ride a motorbike um beginner level still because that's all he got to but if he ever wanted to do it again well we'd we'd do it um my daughter i i completely fucked up the the 50 years with my daughter put too much pressure on and she was just like fuck this i'm not doing it on the mm-hmm. uh, yeah i brought her a brand new 50 and all that. i was like because she was um like well, young bloke you know and, and we didn't even know about his autism then but yeah very cautious which is their nature yep. um my my daughter on her on her little fucking bmx and that she was fucking crazy so i'm thinking <laughs> oh this she's gonna take to a dirt bike real easy you know yeah and um so i bought her a crf 50 which is bigger and faster i should have got a peewee but i can't mm-hmm. remember my thinking there probably because yeah i was mates with a honda dealer or whatever and i thought she's just fucking gonna just rip it anyway you know hook in because mm-hmm. she's fucking mad on the on the push bike and um I remember the first time I put her on, I hadn't even, I didn't even screw the throttle thing and all that. I thought she's just fucking laughing, <laughs> yep. and she fucking shit herself. For those little, they go pretty good. Those little fifties, you know, they weigh nothing, mm-hmm. and they're all motor and that. And like even like I could, it pull me around, you know, yeah, it pull me around in third gear, like no worries at all. And and she jumped on it weighing nothing, and she shit herself, and of course had a little crash, and then um, wouldn't go near it. And then I, I got her back on it a second time, just in the backyard, and she whisked into a fence, and that was the end of it. So the, and I, and I was like, oh, you know, just mm-hmm. being a cockhead, being a appreciated yep. dad. Plus two, that was I wasn't I wasn't um, in a good. That was when I wasn't in a good frame of mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I uh, I was probably being a fuckhead, you know. Um, putting too much pressure on and then so that that was it and then just a few years ago she just sort of um totally on her own said dad i want to learn to ride motorbikes i want to try again you know and um so yeah she did and she just just trail riding just cruising around that's all she wants to do and that's i'd say that that's it you know she's she's not you know uh, going to set the world on fire going fast or anything or whatever but yeah just just cruising around and I, I fucking love it man that's just that's the fucking best just following her around a, you know nearby home there's lots of just bush tracks and there's you know lots of tracks that have just been carved in that kids just ride just the kids natural terrain little tracks you know um tiny little rollers and corners and that just in and out of the trees and that there's there's several things like that 
and she'll just get on one ride one of them all day and i'll go off do them i've got sort of practice tracks out there and that sort of thing i'll mm-hmm. go off and do that and, and every couple of laps i'll come back jump on her track check follow in. her around you're all good and that and that i just love it because it's watching her and just the fact that you're riding with your kid and then go back to my track and that sort of thing and yeah so but um they gotta they gotta want to do it that's the thing don't yep. they? absolutely yeah you can't yeah. push that yeah yeah it's uh yeah i said the same thing to my boys i'm like hey when you get older maybe your friends are gonna have dirt bikes or be into that when you're ready you can have dirt bikes again like don't yeah. think that just because you don't ride them now doesn't mean you'll never ride them again like and now i've even got a sur on like the electric bike yeah um and my oldest son brody he loves ripping around on that thing and those are awesome because you can just you can fucking rip around wherever they don't make a fucking peep right yeah yeah so yeah yeah no. i've seen um i've seen a, a couple of them in action and that sort of thing but yeah i don't know don't know too much about them yeah i've seen mm-hmm. i mean obviously i've seen videos but i've seen a couple of um kids just have them at in the pits and shit you know just yep going, going around doing fucking wheelies and nose wheelies and shit on them in the pits and just cruising around um i'd say power wise they're on par with like a, a ttr 125 but okay. um yeah but they're i don't know they're a hoot yeah 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 that's cool man that's cool yeah the um you know i mean there's there's a place for them man i mean well they're not really they're not really an electric they're, they're not an electric dirt bike but they're not an e-bike either are they they're sort of right in the middle i mean they got a twist throttle do, oh they right? do do they yeah okay. yep. and um they have 19 inch wheels like a mini bike like a super mini like a night yep. except they run two 19 inch wheels instead of a 19 and a 16 but yep. um they're about 115 120 pounds so okay yeah yeah Power, like I say, power-wise, when I'm, I don't know, I got goof around on ours with the kids, or I'll take the dog for a walk with it. I feel like it's like a, like a TTR, kind of mm. like, yeah, or XR100, same kind of idea, power-wise. Yeah. yeah, it'll do like sixty-five kilometers an hour down the road. That's what my daughter's got, an XR100. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're great little bikes, man. Totally. Like, no maintenance. No nope, maintenance. The only thing is, only thing is, is the suspension's awful. Just so mm-hmm. when you when I like I'm I'm just sort of big on just teaching her the right way, even though she's driving around slowly to just do everything right. And because the suspension's so bad, it's hard to <laughs> yeah. you know stand up yeah. through here and all that sort of thing. And you know because she's she's sixteen, you know, so she, she's too big yep. for that bike. But yep. she loves it because she can put her foot flat on the ground. And if she tips over, she can pick it up easy because it's little and that sort of thing. So cool, whatever. But yeah, yeah, it's forgiving, right? They don't do anything wrong. Nah, man, she can start it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that sort of thing. And and um, yeah, no, nah, good, uh, good. I mean, it's kind of why you and I ride two fifty Fs too, right? Like we can actually twist the throttle to stop and let bang through a couple of gears, and, yeah. and you're not going too fast yet. Whereas on a big bike if you do that shit starts happening pretty quick yeah well I'm, I, yeah that's like i was saying i don't know what these new, newer 450s go like you know because mine mine was a bit of a tractor you know but yeah the, mm-hmm. the uh mine um yeah it's hard to know like i said you can't test ride bikes here man unless huh. you go a- actually well that i've actually borrowed for this weekend i've borrowed a mate's crf 250 i think it's a 21 model 
Ooh. It's, it's, the, it's the the last year of the previous yeah. design. Dual exhaust. Dual exhaust. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this thing, it, he's the Honda dealer, and this thing is blinged up to shit. It's his own personal bike, but he, he's like, he never rides it. Yep. And um, and uh, yeah, I was, I'm heading heading for a, a big trail ride this weekend, and I said to him because um, he's like off road modified it as well. Yep. And um, and I said to him, oh, I wouldn't mind a bike um, with an electric start and a kickstand. Because I'm not a child. Yeah, I reckon that bike of yours could could do with a run. And he's like, <laughs> come and get it, take it for a run. So that'll yeah. be um, that'll be. Is it the two fifty RX? Uh, no, because we uh, most year most of the years we didn't get them. We got them. Oh, really? We got them last year. Yeah, we got them last year. Mm-hmm. And I think we might have got them the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, but but so now he basically made a two fifty RX. Yep. As well as every bit of bling that a factory guy, um, that a um, uh, a dealership guy who's run race teams and everything had tucked away. <laughs> like it's got the fucking works. It's no it, Creed so. Honda though. No, no, it's not Creed Honda, but it's probably as fucking blinged up though. Yeah. <laughs> Without, yeah, but doesn't that not 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 the Creed? But yeah. No, it uh, it's I'll I'll get some photos and that of it. I'll um I'll yeah. show you blokes, yeah. But uh, now that's so that'll be a bit of fun. Yeah, big big trail ride this weekend for it's a big um non competitive trail ride thing. I help run it, uh, raise money for children's hospitals and stuff like that. So nice. It's um good fun. Bunch of guys I haven't caught up with for a uh, for a few years. So mm-hmm. that'll be a bit of fun. That's good. What do you reckon, man? We've been um. I reckon that we I might even make this in we might even make this show into a part one and a part two. But, well either um, that or you got a lot of fucking editing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. I don't edit much, man. Like it's just we go with go pretty organic, man, and just yeah, we might we might do a part one and a part two. Um Well, I guess that means that we're gonna have to sing verse one and verse two then. Oh, oh look out. He's always on to it. Hey, we don't fu- we don't fuck around, all right. <laughs> you you got to know that from day one. <laughs> hey, I actually was thinking about it. I was thinking, I reckon Canada Jeff will be fucking all over the fucking uh, all over the um, the gambler. Kenny, hundred hey? percent. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the game, man. Um, you got any more questions? You got any more questions or anything you wanted to talk about? Let's see. Let me check my notes. There you um, go. I'm well. gonna. I'm going to rapid fire a few points here um, just to um, for Brody Richards. I already messaged him about it, but when you guys were talking about single digits, he was talking about Damon Bradshaw. Yes, he was. That's who's number eight. Who's the shit, the beast from the East. Yeah. 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 Or Amig was my favorite. He ran number eight for quite a while too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I call bullshit on single digits being the shit. Um, BT one Oh one. Chad Reed, right? JS two fifty nine, yeah. DB one twenty five, Geyser TG two forty three, yeah. Right? Hanny one hundred. Like, there's been lots of two and three digit guys that are like signature numbers. If you see a Cowie with two fifty nine on it, you know exactly what they're going yeah. for. There's yeah. no question. So yeah. I don't know. I think it's. I don't. I don't. I mean, eight's cool. But I don't agree 100% that 
uh, Jet should take eight necessarily. Yeah. In fact, when he was wearing that seven for MX of Nations, that was pretty cool if he took over Stu's old number. But he's going to have a hard time getting that away from AP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. I um, I could go each way. I could go yeah. each way on that. Like, you know, you can't imagine Chad with a single digit unless unless it were set for winning. was one. one, you know, like it's, yeah. it's two, two, you know. Yep. So um, I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about chases. But then, but then also, yeah, I guess as an Aussie would say, I'm going to get splinters in my bum here because I'm sitting on the fence. Um, <laughs> I can also see like fucking single digit means you're like one of the fucking best cunts, you know, like no matter what, like anybody could look at the picture and know you're one of the fucking yep. best, even if they knew nothing about the sport. Um, okay. Here's the exception to that. So, yeah. A good buddy of mine once said he's a realtor and he goes, I remember the day when I was successful enough that I didn't have to wear a suit to work anymore. So at some point, you're fucking Jet Lawrence. It doesn't matter yeah. what number you are. They know you're a yes. badass. True. Yeah. 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 So you don't need the single digit. That's but again, right, that's yeah. that's that that high high the, high yeah, level. Like, but the, yeah. and that, I mean that guy. I mean Ch that and Chase is there. You know. So. Yep. With that with that twenty three, but um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Part of me thinks that um, there's a bit of a mental thing there to just like he's turning the page. A real like new new chapter, new bike, new chase, new number. It's fucking, mm -hmm. you know. I think there's a yep. there's a there's a mental um, there's a Full life clean sleep. career reset going on there for him. I mm -hmm. think there's a little bit of that, mm -hmm. um, as well as too like the his his bike doesn't match the fucking Chicago Bulls fucking colors anymore. So <laughs> he's fucked all that Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Hey, so before we um before we do a sing along, the yeah. um you gotta give us your best Aussie accent. Oh mate, like DB said, he's gotta be a good fucking cunt. Get about 18 beer. I don't know. Find some Sheila and go have a root. <laughs> You're not bad. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Yeah, that's a You've probably done the best so far, anyway. Yeah, that, that wasn't bad. You you hit hitting all the right words there, and you, you yeah, you got it's it all about the right. lingo. Yeah, it's got a yeah. shitty Canadian accent to work with. What about yeah. you? Can you give me a Canadian accent uh, or a Canadian try. saying? What are the what are the best Canadian sayings? Or what are we what are we known for? Hockey. Um, When I think Canada, man, I think I think yeah, hockey, and I think of just like um, beautiful fucking um, mountains and la landscape of of the place, you know, mm -hmm. the fucking whole joints of fucking postcard, you know, yeah, um, that's sort of what I think of, sort of sort of like the opposite to our joint where it's a fucking desert, all loose shit. Um, well, yeah, it has its own beauty, but um, that's sort of probably the the things I think of. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say that. Um, the uh, I'm just trying to think what what to say to have a go at this um, Canadian accent. So my um, wife, when she was traveling, she lived over in Sweden for a year, went to school, and there was people over in Sweden that she went to school with that couldn't speak English, 
And she said some of the funniest shit she's ever heard in her life is people that can't speak English, you know, and I don't want this to come across too racist or anything, but when you try it as a kid to speak Chinese or Japanese or an Asian language, right? You just make sounds and noises, right? That sound Asian. And so she said the funniest shit she ever heard is these people pretending to speak English, but they're just, they're just making English sounds. <laughs> right. So she's like, it's like you're at a party and you can hear someone talking in the distance, but you can't make out what they're saying. She's like, but it's right in front of you. And she said it was the funniest shit she's ever heard. These people trying to imitate Canadians or, or English people talking. But yeah. And you guys, you do the A, A, is that, that's a Canadian mm -hmm. thing, isn't it? Is that A? Yeah. That's so pretty good, eh? Say something like that. Uh, I almost, I almost run over that fucking moose, eh? <laughs> That's pretty good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that is a fucking uh, moose get out on the ride? Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Fucking hell, that'd be worse than hitting a roo. They're fucking big. Oh fuck, dude! It'd be like hitting four of them. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then the, the moose would probably get up fuck, and walk away. Fuck your car up. The, the, if fucking moose would write the bastard off, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they do not fuck around. Bloody hell. And they're aggressive. So. What are they like? Fucking like charger and shit like that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like if, if you're out whatever snowshoeing in the winter time or whatever and they're come down they're trying to find you know to the lower elevations where there's not so much snowpack so they can find some wild grass and shit to eat yeah they can they can be super aggressive like do do? way more what than bears what do you do if a moose is charging you are you just fuck. like are you just fucked or are somewhat you... yeah because yeah. fuck can they they can cover ground be like fast, they're yeah. so fast they're yeah. big tall gangly fuckers like a fucking horse, and yeah, yeah they're yeah so uh yeah i don't know what you'd do i'd rather That's one thing man like um one thing everyone says oh you know australia's all this dangerous stuff and all that we have a lot of things that are fucking bite you and kill you <laughs> but uh <laughs> but apart <laughs> apart from um up north if you're in like crop country yeah. that's all the northern yeah you know, the very northern areas where it's hot yeah where it's hot that's any yeah. place they are um and oh yeah i mean they're possibly the most dangerous fucking creature on earth you know <laughs> like mm -hmm. a, a, bit, a big salty probably is the the most um yeah but as far as you know just anywhere in the in the bush in australia there's not much that wants to that, that there's not much that there's not really anything that wants to eat you and or maul uh, you to death or yeah or you know there's you know like a a big a big roo could fuck you up 100%. but they're not they're, they're defensive they're just defensive mm -hmm. they're not that's what bears no, are like there's no offense with a big roo most of the time if if you corner if you corner a big male roo or what happens a lot is people's pets fucking spook a big room mm. like you've mm -hmm. everyone seen the video of you know and now they, they will fuck up a dog and then yep. people you know that sort of thing happens but um that and then the only other thing really is like um i mean there's all the mystical creatures that we joke about but then there's um but then boars like there's a lot there's places where there's mm. big big fucking boars that the boar will yep. fuck you up yeah um that's probably the the uh the other one to be wary of but you 
if there's boars around, you sort of, you know, you generally sort of going to know, and they're they're not like there's no huge populations of them either, you know. So that's a big that's a big pastime in Australia is boar hunting, mm-hmm. or, they, or who they just call it pig hunting. That's a yeah, that's a big. That's probably one of the biggest hunting pastimes for for your real yeah. You real hard cunts that fucking want to get into the action. They, they go hunting boars. And are they bull hunting a lot too? Um at or times rifles. But at times, but um yeah. either rifles or um just dogs and knives. That's that's a that's a fucking real popular thing. They will um they'll train breed and train dogs to hunt the boars. And um the dogs will grab them and then these mad cunts will jump on it with big fucking knives and they know yeah. where to fucking where to fucking stab them and that sort of thing. Yeah, because they've got super thick skin and all that. They've got to know where yeah. to right spot to stab them and all that sort of thing. I had mates yeah. that got, got into it at one stage and that sort of thing. It's, yeah, no, it's, if a motorbike's not involved, it's not fucking my scene. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, I love being out in the bush, but I'm, I'm a motorbike or at least a push bike. But, yeah. Um, a lot of mates into hunting and that sort of thing. I, I did have one mate who was bow hunting boars. Yeah. Um, and, um, but yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. That, um, that might not be hundred percent legal. So no, I don't know anyone that's bow, ever bow hunted boars. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. But, um, Too good. but yeah, there's, you know, there's not, um, there's no fucking mooses and bears that are going to fucking chase you anyway. <laughs> so you just got to watch out. You more got to watch out about what's on the ground that's going to fucking bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or in you know nooks and crannies that's going to bite you. And that. And I think it's more hype than anything. Like like you say, you don't feel like you're taking your life in your hands every time you go into the forest, right? Like no, nah, man. Like whereas we feel there's this stigma around Australia that every time you go off the asphalt, you're going to get bit by a scorpion or bit by a snake. And it's like, it's not like that. Right. Yeah, I get, it and, gets and played up too. We, we play 100%. on it because it's funny. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, we play on it because it's funny, but like the, it's the, uh, the snake side of things is true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like I, I've caught um, oh, a couple of years ago there, I caught a fucking, um, the world's second most deadly snake. I caught it in the fucking woodshed, just, just the other side of Colonel's yard there. Yep. Um, and um, I mean, most people kill them. I'll, I'll catch them and re-release them if, um, if I can. But if you yep. know, more depends on what risk they pose to others. You know. Yep. Like if they, if they can, if they're gonna, if, if my, if there's a dog or a child about, I'll kill them. Even though you're yep. not allowed to kill them, but I'll fucking kill them if there's a dog or a child about. But otherwise, I'll try and catch them. Um, but um, yeah, and that's at every where I go for a run and where I ride and all that sort of thing on the push bike, dirt bike, whatever. Like the fuckers are everywhere, but they're mm-hmm. also um, they're not they're not aggressive. They're defensive as well. Yep. Um, and, um, they are, um, they're very good at hiding, you know, they're not just like, I see photos in the States and that where there's rattlesnakes and they're just fucking hanging out. Like, well, they do fucking, here. They're just fucking hanging out. Like the cunts are just, you know, whatever you're looking at me, whatever. Whereas our snakes are like, they'll be fucking, they're always about, but hiding and that sort of thing, you know, like the swamp, there's sort of a river and a swamp just out the back of me, huge habitat for them. 
Yeah. But, um, yeah, Garrett, there you just watch where you step and totally fucking whatever. I think as a kid, you learn if you're out in the bush, you, you watch where you put your foot. Because that's the main mm-hmm. time people will get bitten is if they don't do that and they stand on one and then yep. they get defensive and it, and it bites them. But, but the, big, the biggest risk, the biggest, the only thing you really stress about is your pets and little kids. Yeah. And then for farmers, the snakes is a problem for um, because they're real. The, you know the the venomous ones, which most of them are extremely venomous. They'll kill cows. They'll kill sheep. That's fucking. That's the farmer's livelihood. You know, so they'll lose they'll lose stock to yep. um to snake bites. So that's that's the hard thing for them. But but yeah, I don't know. You just and I remember I I caught this one out the back there. That one day, like I, I nearly fucking, he nearly bit me because I was moving stuff in the woodshed and the young bloke was there and he goes, dad, snake. And I fucking jumped back and it, it missed me. And so oh. I, I ran and ran and got a, a box and a shovel and I just, yeah. you know, just sort of chased Pushing him in the there. box, flipped the box over, closed the lid. And um, he's in there fucking rattling around the box, pissed, <laughs> pissed fucking off as you would be if yeah. some fucking human put you in a box. Yeah. And then um, oh, I took him out in the bush where there's like no recreation happens, no farmers nearby and all that, and I just let him go. Yeah. Um, which some people is like, oh, you're fucking crazy, kill that thing and all that. Well, I don't know. That's just me. I love animals, so mm-hmm. I'll kill the motherfucker if it's a risk to my... <laughs> Your family. You know, if it's a risk, it needs to happen, and I'm totally cool with people killing pests or hunting for if that's what they're, they're into and all that sort of thing. But yeah, in general, I'm a fucking, I'm an animal lover, so yeah, that's a go, man. So we just did another ten minutes talking about mooses and snakes. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, hey, we better wrap it up, hey. Yeah, so, brother. Um, all right, man. So I'll um. I'm just gonna. I reckon if you if you just, I want you to just fucking come in for the chorus, like a fucking what? champion, and take over the chorus. Or you want to just go the whole show? What do why we don't we do, do a duet? Um, fuck. Why wouldn't we? Get, get, how? So you want to just? We just both. Or I mean, hey, we... look. If you want the limelight, no, no. if no, you want to just sing the verses, that's fine. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh, this is unexpected, man. You fucking throw me a fucking curveball. Hey, I am a I am a core listener to every episode of the show, so I I'm you, prepared. You you're fucking prepared. So you want to, are we doing the whole song or are we doing that? Well, we should do the first two verses in the chorus. All right, I'm just trying to think now because if we don't start from the start. And you want to do the verse before the verse I'm used to doing? Well, I'll, I can do the first verse if you want to do um, the second one that you that you know so well. Yeah, man. And then we both knock out the chorus. Yeah. How's that going? Sounds hey, like a That sounds a like a plan. Yeah. I come in fucking hard at the chorus. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Like, I, like we're this talking is, Scott Stapp hard. This is the first time somebody's actually going to fucking join in yeah canada db shit the bed big time canada jeff is fucking bringing the noise this is it it's not going to sound good though it doesn't have to man what this is one to make clear me singing this fucking thing it's nothing to do with me like oh aussie steve i'm a fucking good singer or what 
I'm just a fucking idiot who loves singing and I'm always singing and shit like that. And I have no fucking shame whatsoever. So <laughs> this is purely for fun. I'm not trying to fucking, I'm not trying you to can't laugh at yourself. Job. This is just, yeah, yeah I, I very much laugh at myself. So this is all about, um, this is all about fun. Okay. Now, yeah. I'm, now I'm feeling like we should do the whole song. Well, I'm good. If you're good, hang on. Like if we're going to like, you mean the whole thing? Right. Or, or to the first chorus. Okay, because I was going to say, we're going to be here all night one. if we're doing the whole thing. We're doing verse one, two, and chorus. On a warm summer's, summer's evening. On a train, on a train bound, bound, for, bound nowhere. for nowhere. I met I up met with, with, the, with gambler. the gambler. We were both too, we were both tired, too to tired to sleep. So we took, so we turns, took of turns of staring at the window, out the window at, the dark, at the darkness. The boredom, the boredom overtook us. And he began, and he to, began speak. to speak. He said, son, said, son I've, made, I've a made a life out of reading out of people's, reading faces, people's faces. Knowing what knowing the, cards, what the were, cards were by the way they the held, way they their, held eyes. their eyes. So if you don't, so if mind, you don't me mind me saying, I can see you're can out see of aces. For a taste, For a taste of, your, of whiskey, your whiskey, I'll give you, give some, you some advice. advice. So I so handed, handed him my him bottle, bottle, and he drank and he down, drank my, down last my last swallow. Then he bummed a, bummed cigarette, a cigarette and asked me, and for, asked me a light. for a light. And the night and got, the night deathly, got quiet. deathly quiet. And his face and lost, all, lost expression. all expression. Said, if you're going Said, to play, gonna the, game play the game, boy, you got to know it right. You got to know when to hold them. No when, no to, when fold to fold them. No when to no walk, when to walk away. away. No when no to when run. To run. You, never you never count your money. Your money. When you're sitting, when you're sitting at, the at the table, there'll be time, time enough, enough, for, enough counting. for counting when the deal, when the deal is, done. is done. Yeah, that's Woo! it. <laughs> that's the fucking man. Right? Oh, this is I the love expectation it. now. This is yeah. the expectation. So if you the bar's been raised. The fucking bars have been raised, okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's it's going to take some beating. That will. There's yeah. no time for fucking around on the outside gate. No, that's a thing. Fucking so Canada Jeff does he's no fucking around. He's got fucking chiseled abs. He's got the voice of an <laughs> angel. I mean, fucking hell. And no one Canada Kate's hanging on to you. I mean, Jesus. Yep. Hey, she's yep. a, any woman would be lucky. Look at that. Yeah. Well, I can justify our our time span because i don't get to see you in a one so this is me being selfish and taking up some of your time that's that, the guy man that's the guy the other right but uh look thank you very much for being on the show and thanks for anybody that's uh that's listened and um yeah cheers we'll see you next thanks time. for having me i'm i'm pumped on you should be very proud of what you're doing here i'm pretty stoked for you thank you man thank you man yep. it's all it's all love